Hello, 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 everybody. How are you? If you can hear me, please say I can hear you. Welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We will wait for more people to join this call before we get started for today. If you can hear me, can somebody please say I can hear you? So while we're waiting for some more people to join the call, please remember to like and share this broadcast. I will be doing the same thing. Like and share the broadcast. If you can hear me, please say I can hear you. I just want to be sure I am not talking to myself. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Yes, it's a beautiful day. I am broadcasting all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi there. If you can hear me, please type I can hear you. Just say just type I can hear you in the comment section. I have a message for you today. So while we're waiting for more people to join this call, I will be sharing the broadcast and I want you to do the same thing. Like and share this broadcast. If you are watching from the group, the share button will not be activated. So if you cannot find the share button, I want you to know that you are watching from a private group. So all you should do is invite your contacts to join the call so they can watch the broadcast. Oh, great. You can hear me. Thank you so much. Thank you. How are you? So while we're waiting for more people to join, like and share the broadcast or invite people to join the, the call. Those who are watching the replay should please type hashtag replay. But right now we are live. So give me one moment, please. I want to share this broadcast to some groups. Hello, I can see you joining. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It is. So many people went to bed last night having plans for today. But unfortunately, they couldn't see daylight. So you and I are alive today. That's why you can hear me. You can hear me right now because you are alive. You can see me. Those of you watching via YouTube and uh, Facebook, you can see me. It means you are alive. So it is more than okay to be grateful for the gift of life today. I don't know where you're watching from. But while we wait for people, please like and share the broadcast. If you are watching from the group, you will not be able to share. Just invite all your contacts. All right. So give me one moment. I am sharing to other groups. Yeah, because someone out there has to hear it. And the only way for that to be possible is for us to share this broadcast to all the groups that we have on our social media platform. Give me one quick second, everybody. I had a great night. Um, 
Let's see, I have the last share. Great. Thank you for your patience. They say the best things in life come late in life, right? They couldn't see daylight. Yes. One last share. Okay. Back to business. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for confirming that you can hear me. Now, I have a message for you. This is a disclaimer. I want to give a disclaimer. This is not a religious message. It is not a religious organization. A board of greatness worldwide is a greatness center and a subsidiary of the John Ugulu Foundation, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And our mission is to serve, lead, and impact. So we will be having these weekly broadcasts and uh, this weekly inspirational and motivational broadcast that will help people transition from where they are to where they want to be. It could be either in their careers, in their jobs, or in their businesses. So in the process, we will be helping families from all over the world to either pursue this career, start a business, or to help them provide the basic human need. And I want to also tell you that with the help of your general self, you who's watching, with your help, we will be able to raise some money and buy some items for those people who truly need it. Because Tim Sanders said, your network is your net worth. So for those of you who believe in what we do, and for those of you who know that we are inspiring and motivating people, working on the mindset of people to help them get on stock, feel free to make donations. You can go to our website and make your donation. The website will be uh, displayed currently on the screen. So if you want to make a donation to support this mission, go to the website, johnogulufoundation.org, and your donation will help put a smile on someone's face. To all those who have been contributing, who have been donating, you know yourselves. We thank you so much. We thank you for acknowledging our efforts. And we understand that philanthropy is innate. We thank you for your service. They say there are two ways to be the light in the world. One of which is to be either the candle or to be the mirror that reflects the light. So for those of you who have been contributing to this uh, mission, we thank you so, so much. Visit the website, johnugulufoundation.org to make donations. It's currently being displayed on the screen. So thank you guys. So before I get started, I want you to please remember, like and share this broadcast. There's somebody out there on your contact who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So my message for today is paradigm shift mastery. Paradigm 
shift mastery. I'm going to put the topic in the comment section so you can understand what I'm talking about. Paradigm shift mastery. Right. So, first of all, you know, I like to explain the meaning of words to people, right? A lot of people might be hearing the word paradigm for the first time. Yes. So you might be asking yourself, what's a paradigm? What is a paradigm? Now, a paradigm refers to a typical example. It refers to a pattern. A pattern. A paradigm is a pattern, a way of doing things. That's what the word paradigm is. Paradigm. Take note. This is a this is a this is a word I want everybody listening to right now to fully understand. A paradigm is a pattern. Is a way of doing things, it's a model, is an example, right? Then when we're talking about a paradigm shift, a paradigm shift means moving away from the conventional pattern. That's what a paradigm shift means. A paradigm shift means you are having a fundamental change in the way you approach things. Write that down. For those people who already know the meaning of the word paradigm or paradigm shift, I want you to take this as a reminder. But for those who do not know, a paradigm means a way of doing things, an established way, a pattern. Then a paradigm shift, just like the word shift means, you're shifting. You're moving from one place to the other. So your paradigm shift means taking a different approach. Taking a different approach. Doing something different from what you typically would do. Then the topic is paradigm shift mastery. So now you understand. I really don't know where you're watching from, and I know, but I know that everybody's watching from different parts of the world. I really don't know how much you know about yourself. That's you who's listening to me right now. I don't know how much you know about yourself. But one thing that I know about you is that you are an abode of greatness. That's why we come out here every weekend to tell you and to remind you, because that is my job. Everything in life is a cliche. But it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that truly matters. So I want you to listen to me with an open heart. Even if you know what we're talking about, just listen to me with an open heart. Because the more you hear, the more effective it is for you. Everything is a cliche. Listen, grab a pen, grab a notepad. Grab a, a piece of paper, whatever you are comfortable writing on. Just take down as many notes as possible, as much information as possible, because today is going to be a blessing for you. So we're talking about the paradigm shift mastery. Now, for you to 
look into a paradigm shift, which is a shift in pattern, a shift in attitude, a shift in mindset, you need to first of all understand where that shift, you need to first of all identify where that shift needs to take place. And I promise not to spend so much time on this topic with you because I know you have a lot of things to do. But you need to first identify where you want that shift to take place in your life, right? Now, let me give you this story about me and how the paradigm shift that I adopted helped me out, right? I lost my dad when I was in high school. And prior to my dad's demise, I was always looking up to him. I wanted to be that influential engineer and leader like my dad, because my dad was an engineer. He was highly influential in the community. He was a leader. And my goal while growing up was to look exactly like my dad, to be able to come out in public and command respect and influence and impact people, the community. So that was my dream until one morning, the news came that my dad passed. But when that happened, we thought that was the end of the world for us. I watched my mom cry and cry and cry. I watched my mom ask God, why God, why God, why did you do this to me? Why did you take my husband from me? How can I, how can I continue? How can I raise these little children by myself? I watched my mom cry. She was rolling on the floor. Just like my mom, we thought that was the end of the world for us. And it didn't take long after my dad's demise before my youthful exuberance put me to test. Because the man who was controlling me, the man who was guiding me, the man who was making me see life from a different perspective had gone. I felt I had to struggle and go out there to make things work for me. I felt that my mom was a woman and women might not be able to, to do what is required to raise a grown man like me. And in the quest of me going out there by myself, I made some terrible mistakes. I made some mistakes in life that could have cost me either my life or could have cost me my destiny. I started hanging out with the wrong crowd. I started hanging out with dream busters. And at that point in my life, the young and naive John felt he was doing the right thing. And I was able to pick up some habits that if given the opportunity again, I would not even look back and do those things. But luckily for me, the foundational values that I had from my parents were able to help me realign with who I truly was. I was doing things that my parents were not happy about, but I knew at some point that I had to have a paradigm shift to help me move from that wrong crowd and to realign with my true purpose in life. I had a paradigm shift. Instead of doing things the wrong way, my foundational values triggered 
the conscience within me to ask myself these questions. Will your dad be happy wherever he is with what you're doing? Will your mom have peace of mind if she finds out what you're doing? So my foundational values ignited the conscience within me. And I decided to have a paradigm shift. I decided to change the company that I kept at that point. So when I was much younger, I would have been able to go with the wrong crowd for as long as possible, which would have affected my life, my destiny. But I had a paradigm shift. I changed. I decided to do things that would make my mom happy because she meant everything to me. She means everything. She's still alive. She means everything to me, right? Now, that's for that one. You see, the paradigm shift I, I, I adopted helped me realign with what would make my parents proud of me. I used to be a very shy person. I'm going to tell you this other story now. I used to be a very shy person, so shy that I couldn't even imagine myself climbing the stage. The shyness started from when I was so young. Because I remember my mom telling me stories of her dreams. She would say, my son, come here. When I was pregnant with you, I used to always have this dream. And in this dream, I would always see, this dream was always coming to me every night, every time. I would always see this tall, dark-skinned man dressed up in a suit. And this man always stands in front of a congregation, a crowd addressing them with a microphone. And there's one thing I always tell people, my mom's dreams do come to pass. And whenever she says that to me, I would say, mom, if that dream you're talking about is referring to me, or if you think that dream was for me, that's not true. You know why? Because me, John, your son, will never hold a mic. I would never stand in front of a crowd. Because why? I was so shy. I never had a vision of me standing in front of people and addressing them. Right? So right now, I'm a motivational speaker. What brought about the paradigm shift for me? How did I transition from shyness to public speaking? That's a huge paradigm shift. That is a huge paradigm shift in my life that is paying off so well. I was able to shift my mindset from shyness. Now I am microphone hungry. That's a paradigm shift. Now, I wake up every morning looking forward to inspiring someone out there. I wake up every morning knowing that there's somebody out there who's waiting for me to post up motivational stuff. I know there's someone out there who's waiting for me to speak so that they can have hope. How did this happen? How did I, how did I shift from that man who knew nothing about helping people get up? That man who knew nothing about speaking words to help people heal. How did, how did that shift occur? It was a mindset thing. Louis Pugh said, 
There is nothing more powerful than a made-up mind. And today, I know this message is for you. I have been mandated to come out and remind you that a paradigm shift is required in your life. You are listening to me here right now, not by accident, because there is something in your life that has to change. There is a great thing in your life that must change, and it must change today. I haven't met you, but I know that you feel me in your soul. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know deep down inside of you there's something you are doing that is not helping you move to the next level of your life. But never mind. That's why I have been mandated to come out here today to disrupt that limiting belief that has been preventing you from having a paradigm shift. Remember, you cannot be doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, right? You cannot. You want to double your income? You cannot be doing the same thing over and over if it's not working for you. All you need is to stay focused on your goal, but you can change your approach. You still haven't gotten somebody who can coach you. This is the time. Now, I have, I have a group of people who do not see the importance of having a coach. A lot of them, even when I decided to become a coach, a speaker, they discouraged me. They, they, they were asking questions like, who would hire you to coach them? What do you know? What do you know? You've not seen life. How can you coach people? According to my mentor, my communication mentor, Mr. Les Brown, he would say, people think they know, but they don't know. What you don't know, you don't know. Just for your own educational purpose, a coach is different from a mentor. They say some things are, are, are taught and some things are caught. So in life, it is good to listen. That's why I always tell people, everything in life is a cliche. But it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that really matters. So listen to me with an open heart. Don't listen just to wait for something to criticize. Listen with an open heart. Some things are taught. Some things are caught. A coach is different from a mentor. A coach utilizes certain tools through neuro-linguistic programming to help you move from where you are to where you want to be. A coach is somebody who has tools readily available to help you achieve your goals. A coach is trained to work with clients, not to work for clients. A coach is trained not to tell clients what needs to be done in their lives. A coach with the tools available can help you 
through neuro-linguistic programming, we call it NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. We ask questions, open-ended questions that would help you search your subconscious mind, that would help you think about those things that you want in your life. A coach does not tell you what to do. A coach uses a specific method to help you think with your brain, to help you identify your limiting beliefs, to help you eliminate your limiting beliefs. But a mentor is that person who has all the experience in whatever area or sector you want to get into. I hope I have been able to clarify the difference. So when your friend or somebody around you tells you he or she is a coach, he's not telling you or she's not telling you she's a mentor. He or she's telling you that he or she has been trained and has been provided the tools to help you discover your greatness. These are tools required. And we use, as coaches, we use neuro-linguistic programming. I want you to Google that, neuro-linguistic programming. When you hear the word neuro, neuro has to do with you personally, your brains, your neurons. The brain is a powerful machine. And not until you have people who teach you how to ignite the brain, how to use the brain by yourself. You're just going to be one of those who feel coaching is not important. So a mentor is that person who has a wealth of knowledge or experience in a particular area. I was able to transition from shyness to public speaking. And right now, I am giving forward I'm giving that forward by teaching people the strategies that help me transition from shyness to public speaking. That's an area I understand. That's an area I can teach anybody how to get into. So I can be a mentor to somebody who wants to transition from shyness to public speaking. Right? So you notice the difference. That's my niche. That's my area of specialty because i have been through that i've been through that type of limiting belief so i have the strategies i have the techniques i have the connections and i have the network that would help you transition from shyness to public speaking in fact i have a platform called speak to impact it is a platform that gives motivational speakers the opportunity to share their stories. So I have experience in that area. So I can become a mentor to someone who wants to get rid of their shyness, right? But as a coach, I help you with the tools I have. So when I was telling people these, they couldn't understand because they just didn't want to understand. I also have the same set of, I also have some people who believe that you don't have to read to gain knowledge. They don't read. They've never read a book. When they graduated from college, like 
three, four decades ago, they were so happy that that was the end of them reading any book. And those same people will come out and tell you, look, I am smart. I don't need to read any book, no. So if you fall into the, that category of people who do not want to learn, this is the time for you to consider a paradigm shift because you having the mindset that you are fine without gaining wisdom is a paradigm. It is a pattern. It is a way of life. It is a belief system for you. It is already stored in your subconscious mind. And when it's in your conscious mind, it will take a conscious effort to get rid of it. That's why we must be very careful about the things that we allow to get into our subconscious mind. And again, for those who are just hearing this word, subconscious mind, once again, I want to tell you that we have two minds. We have the conscious mind and we have the subconscious mind, right? Paradigms are buried in the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is that mind that receives every information that comes into your mind, every information that comes in, right? Yeah, you hear this, it comes in, it comes in. The conscious mind is the first mind that receives everything and it filters, it throws them out, it throws them out, it receives, throws it out, receives, throws it out, receives, throws it out, right? And the conscious mind observes patterns. The moment the conscious mind identifies a pattern, a repetition of anything, something that keeps happening and happening and happening and happening, right? Then the conscious mind would immediately transport that one that happens all the time into the subconscious mind. Let's use this example. If you make up your mind today to start working out, right? The conscious mind receives it and just flings it. That's why when you start working out for the first time, the first few weeks, first few months and years, you can go in and out. You can go in and out because it has not yet been buried inside your subconscious mind. That's why you talk yourself out of it. But the moment you start working out for three years, four years, five years without missing anything, then it gets into the subconscious mind that it is part of your life. That's why they always say repetition is a powerful tool. Repetition is so powerful. When you have a skill, when you do it constantly, you become better at it, right? The same thing. When something is being repeated every second, every minute, every day, every year, then that thing will be planted in the subconscious mind. I want you to write that down. It takes repetition for things to be planted in the subconscious mind. That's why when something gets to your subconscious mind, it takes another conscious effort, extremely conscious effort to get it out of there. So your paradigms are those things that are buried in your conscious, uh, subconscious mind. For example, laziness, procrastination, procrastination. 
they say is the thief of time. Procrastination is buried in the subconscious mind because those are easy things. So you can constantly, repeatedly procrastinate, right? You having a small mindset because it takes the same energy to think big and the same energy to think small, right? So all you need is to identify those paradigms that are not helping you move forward in life. When you identify those paradigms, it takes a conscious effort to activate a paradigm shift. I hope I'm making sense to you. Write that down. It, it, we have two minds, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Paradigms are buried in the subconscious mind. And to get them out, to make a shift, to have a shift, it takes a conscious effort. Yes. I know so many people already know this. But I want to remind you that my job is not to tell you something new. My job is to tell you something you already know. My job is to tell you what you already know so that you can start working on it. Because we know a lot of things, but we do not implement them. Right? But that constant reminder helps us realign with what we are created to do. If you're listening to this program via podcast or watching via YouTube and Facebook, please like and share this broadcast because there is somebody out there who needs to hear this message. That's what a board of greatness is all about. Helping you get unstuck, helping the people you know identify and eliminate limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are buried in your subconscious mind. That's why. When somebody tells you that you are not good enough, it sticks. It will take a conscious effort for you to readjust your mindset. And people do that a lot to break you down. When you have plans, they tell you, oh, why would you do that? That plan is too big for you. That's for wealthy people. No. You should have a paradigm shift. You should be able to immediately identify people who are not going to help you progress. And you should be able to immediately know how to block them off. I am so good at that. I am so good at that. You know, I am from a family where people love to keep their, you know, keep things to themselves. Like when they want to do something great. They like to keep it to themselves until it has been achieved. But I realized that as I was growing up, that pattern wasn't working for me. You know, it, it, it never worked for me. So what I do is when I have a major idea that I would love to accomplish, I would look for people to tell about the idea. Because when I tell you what I want to do, it means it's a done deal. It means it's already done. I'm just wanting you who I am telling 
to be my accountability partner, right? Because I know for as long as I have mentioned what I want to do, it must be done. It is done. My wife would say, look, what John is telling you now, there's no point discouraging him because he's not seeking your opinion. I know my husband. When he says what he wants to do, he's just reassuring himself that he will do it because he has already committed himself by telling you. So he's not seeking your opinion. He's reassuring himself. So I realized that keeping things to myself was not helping me hold myself accountable. Then I decided to try a shift. I had a paradigm shift from what we were taught when growing up to telling people, to looking for accountability partners. So the message for you today is to think about those things that have been making you talk yourself out of your dreams. Think about those things that have been holding you back. I know so many people out there too who always discourage themselves because they feel they do not have the type of education required to become public speakers. But I want to blow your mind today. Public speaking does not require a degree, a university degree. Yes, I'm speaking to you. Public speaking does not require a university degree. Yes. So I want you to erase that thought, that notion. If you want to become a speaker, just send us a DM. Send me a message and I will be able to connect you with the right people. I will be able to work with you in a mastermind group to help you get rid of your shyness. There are strategies involved. You need a coach. You need a mentor. You need a network, the right network. As my communication mentor, Mr. Les Brown would always say, you need to be in the midst of only quality people. You need to be in the midst of people who would help you become a better version of yourself. You need to get out of that company, that network of people who turn you into a laughing stock when you decide to do something that is not conventional. I want to tell you today. The thing about smart people is that they sound crazy to dumb people. That's what Albert Einstein said. The thing about smart people is that they sound crazy to dumb people. So when you're coming up with an exceptional idea that the people around you do not even envision for themselves, it becomes a problem. And they see you as someone who has no future ambition. So you need to pull yourself away from that circle. I'm not saying people like that are bad. They, they're not bad. They are just blind to your vision. So if you want to become a public speaker, understand the first thing. 
It does not require any form of university degree. Get that. What you require is a proper education. When we're talking about education, we're not talking about going through the four walls of a college. No. Education, knowledge, wisdom. And that's where mentorship and coaching comes in. That's where it comes in. So what are those paradigms that you need to shift away from? What are those paradigms? What habits? What habits do you see as those that will destroy your life and destroy your future? You need to make a conscious effort. We are all a work in progress. I'm not a perfect person. There's a quote I love from Vince Lombardi that says, perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can surely catch excellence. I'm going to repeat that quote. I love that quote from Vince Lombardi. It says, perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can surely catch excellence. I have some things that I struggle with. But the same problem identified is a problem half solved. Yes. A problem identified is a problem half solved. I remember when I used to um, work, when I was an employee. Now, I had... You know, I had a decent salary, right? And at some point, I realized that my expense was way more than what I was earning. And my salary was pretty decent. So at the end of every month, I would realize that I couldn't even save money. I realized that I couldn't even, I realized that, I couldn't even account for what I spent my salary on. That went on for a very long time. And I know I'm speaking to somebody here too. You know, you've been asking yourself, what do I do with my salary? What do I do with my money? Yeah, I want you to pay attention to this. For a long time, I struggled with that. And one day I bought a book, you know, the book I'm going to tell you about now, I have not been paid to do any advertising for it. I bought a book, or rather, I received a book as a gift titled The Compound Interest. It's um, a book by Darren Hardy. Darren Hardy. The effect of, you know, the compound effect. Sorry about that. It's titled The Compound Effect. So for those of you who are struggling with keeping up with your expenses. I'll, I'll put the book for you in the comment section. This book completely changed my finances. It completely changed my life. The compound effect. 
Aaron Harvey. Right? When I read this book, all that was in that book were things that I was taught when I was in elementary school. There were things that I was taught again when I was in high school. But for some reason, in between high school and um, being in the labor market, I forgot all those tricks. So this book acted as a reminder. The book talked about understanding the difference between your needs and your wants. The book reminded me about what we call opportunity cost. It reminded me about what we called scale of preference. Those people who have done economics who know what I'm talking about. But scale of preference, economic cost, opportunity costs, right? Where you have a list of your needs and you have a list of your wants. So one day after reading this book, I decided to create a spreadsheet because it became heartbreaking that with my salary, I couldn't save. I created a spreadsheet and I listed all the bills, everything. It took me some days to really figure out everything I was spending money on, but I came up with that comprehensive list. Took me days and I want you to know it's gonna take you days. What I'm telling you now might be a reminder to you and it might be something new to somebody out there, but it really works. My spreadsheet, after some time, became a full list. So basically, everything that I was spending money on were actually on that list. It took me time again to differentiate, to separate my needs from my wants. Now, your needs are those things that you really have to take care of that you need to help you live your life. Those very important things. Now, a lot of people don't, a lot of people still do not understand the difference between the need and the want. So I want you to take that as an assignment today. Your needs and your want. Needs versus wants. Needs versus wants. I want you to figure that out because it's going to help you with a big paradigm shift when it comes to your finances. Because what we're talking about here is mastery, understanding the things, the tools that you require to master a paradigm shift. So this is for financial paradigms where you don't know how you spend your money, right? So this spreadsheet had my needs and my wants. And I started realizing that I was spending more money on the wants. Your bills are your, a part of your needs, your bills, your utilities, right? Food, clothing, shelter, those are part of your needs, basic human needs. Your wants can always wait. So when I go to the store today, when, I, when I'm doing groceries, you can still find me saying, is this a need 
or is this a want? Is this a need or is this a want? So it helped me. When I was able to identify my needs and my wants, I started understanding where my money was going to. I was spending way more money on my wants. But after coming up with this tracker, things changed. I started having some savings. I started having, you know, understanding where and how my money was spent. Right? So I had a paradigm shift from just spending anyhow to spending on purpose. So I want you to look into that. And in order for you to master the paradigm shifts, it must be done over and over and over. That's why they say repetition is a powerful tool. When you discover what would help you move to the next level, you must be consistent with it. Consistency. Paradigm shift mastery. To master an act means you have spent a lot of time. It means you have so much knowledge about it. Master your paradigm shift. Master that act. What is it that you do that would not make you live a long life? Do you smoke cigarettes? Do you drink excessively? Do you do things that are not acceptable by your system? You need to think about that. Do you spend more time thinking of how to bring the next person down? This is the time for you to reassess because in this life, you were created to do just four things. And not until you identify those four things you were created to do, it might be difficult for you to have an effective paradigm shift mastery. What are those four things every human being was created to do? Please remember, like and share this broadcast. I want to deliver a very powerful message to you now. The four things you were created to achieve in this life is to become a servant, to serve your community, to serve, to lead, to influence, and to impact. Those are what we were created to do. We're created to serve, to lead, to influence, and to impact. How can we make that happen? by having a paradigm shift. If you were hanging in if you were hanging around mediocres, people who don't have big dreams, this is the time for you to look into your circle, your sphere of influence and make a and make that change. You were created to serve. How do you serve? How do you serve? By helping people by understanding the needs of your community, 
by doing good things. By learning a skill. When you're learning a skill, you're serving a purpose. What's that purpose you're serving? You are refining your gift. So you have to serve. You have to be a good servant. You ought to have served. You need to have good skills as one who serves before you can lead others. Because it is when you serve, serve your community, serve your family, serve your your country, that you would understand emotional intelligence. That is when you would understand the word empathy. There are so many leaders out there today who do not have empathy, who do not know what the word empathy means. Or rather, they know the meaning, but they do not implement it. There's so many people out there. If you are one of those who believe that for as long as things are good for you, it should be good for everybody, then you need to readjust your mind. You need a paradigm shift. You being able to eat food today and put clothes on today doesn't mean everybody around has the ability to do that. So you must serve. That's what we're created to do. When you serve, you can effectively lead people. We were also created to lead. As a leader, you are not only thinking about yourself. You are helping others unleash the potentials within them. As a leader, you learn. You learn. And by learning, you're also helping people identify their strengths. That's what leadership is all about. According to one of my great mentors as well, John Maxwell, he said, a good leader listens, learns, and leads. So as a leader, you listen more, you learn, and you lead. Humans were created to serve, to lead, to influence. How can you influence people? By changing your paradigms, by having a paradigm shift. Because as an influencer, you are telling people around you to abandon what they know and adhere to what you are teaching them. We all have all these potentials within us. You are telling people that what they are doing should be abandoned for what you want to tell them or what you want them to do. So you can imagine the power. You can imagine the power that we all have within us. But all we need is to develop these skills. And the last one is to impact positively, to create an impact in the world. And I have a question for you based on this last one to impact. When your time is up in the world, when that time for you to leave this world comes, what will you be remembered for? 
What will you be remembered for? That's a deep question. I am from, how would I put this now? I grew up in an environment where when you mention the word legacy, people only think about material things. Legacy. Oh, I need to buy a house so that my kids can inherit it so I can will it to my kids. I need to leave plenty of money in the bank account so I can, so my kids can have access to that money. But I want to tell you today that legacy is not necessarily what you leave behind for people, but what you leave behind in people. Yes. Legacy is not necessarily what you leave behind for people, but what you leave behind in people. Those things that you will do that would outlive you. What kind of positive impact do you want to have in the generations to come? How do you want people to remember you? What kind of leader do you want to be remembered for or remembered as? What kind of leader do you want to be remembered as that leader who does not have empathy? Do you want to be remembered as that leader who tells a lot of lies? Do you want to be remembered as that leader who lacks emotional intelligence? Do you want to be remembered as that leader who blocks the road for others to follow? That's not leadership. Do you want to be remembered as that leader who believes that you do not have any reason to be poor? Life itself is not fair. What kind of impact do you want to leave? What's the imprint? Do you want to be remembered as someone who couldn't contribute to the community? So we were created to make a positive impact. Remember this. To help you master your paradigm shift, remember we were created, I'm putting it in the comment section. We were created to serve, to lead, to influence, and impact. Yes. So if what you are doing, if your paradigms, if your paradigms, that's your, your, your beliefs, your, your attitudes, your examples, your ways of doing things do not align with serving, leading, influencing, and impacting positively, you need to have a paradigm shift. And in order for you to master the act of that new paradigm that you have adopted, you need repetition. Repetition leads to mastery. Repetition of an act over a period of time leads to mastery. I want you to know that. That's why you have, when you, when you call somebody, 
when you call a friend and say, look, I have this problem. Do you know who I can call? Do you know who I can reach out to? That's why you hear them mention a particular person to you. They would refer somebody to you. Because why? Because that person is an expert in that subject matter. So when you identify those paradigms that would help you step into your greatness, you need to master the act. You need to master that act. How? Repetition. It is a powerful tool. Make up your mind today and you will notice the difference. I am still working on myself. I'm a work in progress. But I have taken a conscious effort. I have made a deliberate decision, an intentional decision to become a better person. I have made a decision that aligns with why I was created. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you today that no matter what challenges you are going through in life, it is a face in life. We understand that the level of depression has increased. The level of anxiety has increased in the world generally. The level of domestic violence has also increased. And also the level of hunger has increased. But just like what Heraclitus said, the only constant in life is change. I want you to know that your condition, your situation is a face in life that will surely pass. It will surely pass. Yes. Everything comes and goes. That's what it is. When you understand the natural laws, you will understand exactly what I'm talking about. Right? Everything comes and goes. Right? I see, I see the beautiful comments there. Yes, everything comes and goes. That's where the natural law comes in, the law of polarity. I want you to, I want to type this for you. Go, the law of polarity. Everything has a good side and a bad side. Everything has two sides. So that's illness that you're going through today. It will go one day. The law of polarity, that's a natural law. That's a God-given law. That's a universal law. Everything has two sides. After the rain comes the sunshine, right? After good or rather after bad comes good, right? After darkness comes light. Oh, yes. Yes. After a pandemic comes what? Expansion. Massive expansion. 
Albert Einstein said, in the middle of every difficulty lies an opportunity. We, we, just, we just got hit by a serious pandemic, the COVID-19. What were you doing during the heat of the moment? Were you learning any new skills? Were you trying to help the people in your community, in your family, in your neighborhood? What were you doing? What you did at the initial part plays a major role on what will happen to you and your life when we get past it. Those people who saw the pandemic as an opportunity to learn new skills, to start helping people, to change their mindset, things will be better for them. But for those who were just sitting back, complaining the whole time, I want to tell you, this is the time for you to have a paradigm shift and master the new paradigms. How can you master it? No two ways, but by repetition. Doing what you have identified as a positive and great solution. Master the act. Be resilient. Life would throw challenges at you. My mentor, Les Brown, would say, when life knocks you down, try to fall on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Let your reason get you back up. Focus on those things that needs to be changed. Procrastination. Work on yourself. Be intentional about what you do. Be intentional about the things that you read. Be intentional about what you listen to. Stop focusing on listening to the news. More focus more on personal development. That's a great paradigm shift. And how can you master the act of personal development? By being in a circle of quality people, by being in a circle of like-minded people, and that will help you. Focus on things that would help you become a better version of yourself. There is a Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the next best time is now. Paradigms are buried in your subconscious mind. You cannot get rid of paradigms within a day. It takes mastery, repetition. So I want you to understand that it is possible for you. It is possible for you to replace those bad habits with a good habit. They say the best way to get rid of a bad habit is to replace that habit with a positive habit. If you want to stop smoking, you can start drinking more water, plenty of water. If you want to stop visiting places that do not help you positively, you can start visiting other places like the gym. You can replace going to the bar with a gym 
If you feel you drink excessively, and that's a paradigm that is affecting your health, you can replace going to the bar just because you like to go out and meet, meet people. You can replace going to the bar with going to the gym. Oh, yes, I say so. Quote me anywhere. Paradigm shift mastery. You cannot do it by yourself. That's why Tim Sanders said, your network is your net worth. Teamwork makes the dream work. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. So I want to thank you all for listening to this broadcast. It's been a blessing to me knowing that I have spoken what I was mandated to speak on. Paradigms and paradigm shift mastery. It gives me great joy. I'll be happy for the rest of the day because I have delivered what I've been mandated to deliver. Everything has to start from your mindset. You should be able to change your mindset. If you're finding it difficult to let go of the lifestyle that you're, 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 you're inside, seek help. Seek help. And if you know somebody who would benefit from this message, please like and share this broadcast. If you're watching from the group, from a private group, the share button will not be available for you. You would only find the invite button. Invite everybody on your contact list so they can watch it. From the part of the world where I'm broadcasting today, today is Sunday. Do this good thing today. Stop being lazy about sharing broadcasts that can help people, help communities. Laziness or ignoring those things that are meant to be useful is a paradigm. So break that paradigm today. I want you to have a paradigm shift today by learning how to spread the good news. Like and share this broadcast. And I know you will be saving a life. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I see so many comments here. Let me acknowledge the people who commented. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Yes, Anna, thank you. Now, some people are watching from a closed group, so I can't really see some names. All I see is just, it says Facebook user. So I acknowledge you. I see all your response. Okay, thank you too, Facebook user. 
Eric. Yes, once Eric says, once you shift, stay consistent with your form. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah, Anna says, two minds. Oh, yes, she's repeating it. Yeah, we have two minds. The conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Beth, thank you so much, Beth, for listening. He said, love this. Thank you, John Ugulu. You are such a blessing. You too, you are an abode of greatness. For all of you watching, I want you all to know that you've got greatness inside of you. Greatness is within you. You are an abode of greatness. Yeah, and you said, do you have a mastermind Facebook group for motivational public speakers? Oh, yes, I do. I do. So uh, just send me a DM requesting details and I will send you all the information. And for those people who would be in the Atlanta metropolitan area on the 12th of June, we're having a summit. It's called a Speak to Impact Summit. It will be an opportunity for me to meet with you. It will be an opportunity for you to Come and see and listen to people share their life experiences. You know, you can replace. Let me tell you what I did when I first started uh, personal development. I replaced going to nightclubs and I replaced going to bars with going to seminars, summits, conferences. So I want you to look into that as well. That's what I, I did with myself. When you want to get rid of a bad habit, you should learn to replace that bad habit with another good habit. I replaced going to nightclubs and pubs at night with going to conferences. I was going to conferences, summits, workshops every week. So if you are going to be in Atlanta on the 12th of June, we're having a summit called the Speak to Impact Summit. I want you to be there. I'd like to meet with you. I'd like to have a word with you. Come and listen to people, share their life experiences. These are servant leaders. These are great speakers who will be telling you how they overcame their challenges. Just come join us on the 12th of June. So go to my Facebook page. You will see the advert. You would, you would find a flyer there. The details, the hotel details, the, the, the banquet hall. Every information is on my page. I want to see you. I want to see you. I really want to see you. So right now, what we're working on, we're working on getting a physical location for our board of greatness where we can have a place to meet. For those people you know who live in Atlanta, who might benefit from a board of greatness, who would benefit from our, our philanthropy, we are going to disclose the location pretty soon. We're working on getting that physical location. So when it's ready, we'll let you know it's a place where you will be able to send items for those people who need it. When you have used clothes, used shoes, you know, things for people, it's going to be a great place. Those people who are looking for employment, you would find counselors there. You would find advisors there. You would find motivational speakers there. You would find people who can help you. So I will give you details as we go on. 
right now we're just still looking for the place we found a few places so we're trying to work on the contracts i mean we're trying to decide on which of them we would go with but we will keep you posted right it's all about uh it's all about getting the work done when the physical location has been selected identified before we even start working on the on the project we'll send the address to you all okay thank you for all your support we love you all those people who have been donating to this course the universe would repay you with all that you have been looking for right the universe will thank you let's see who else right eric says the beauty in the process of changing once you realize your potential oh yeah there is okay the beauty is in the process of changing once you realize your potential awesome that's true that's the beauty great i love that thank you so much so all right everybody it's been a pleasure it's been a privilege having the opportunity to inspire and motivate you and i want you to do same go out there and speak to somebody you want to become a motivational speaker show up in atlanta check my facebook page come to the speak to impact summit and i look forward to seeing you there god bless everybody your heart desires yeah atlanta here we come i love that so register to attend. I'll, I'll put a website for you all. You can register. HTTP. All right. So you can register to attend the event using that website. It's free. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. Just come over. But you're going to take care of your transportation. Come over. Let's, let's get to meet ourselves. And look for ways to make the world a better place teamwork makes the dream work all right everybody thank you so much and uh enjoy the rest of your day god bless you bye a boat of greatness worldwide is a greatness center and a subsidiary of john Uhulu foundation